1: Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast. I'm Josh and there's Chuck and there's Jerry, so let's get going.
0: (laughs) You found this stuff, and I think I had heard of this before because I believe Mm -hmm. I just kind of happened upon it on our website, but uh, this now scares me
1: for when I go to New York. I I wasn't scared until you just said that you were scared, now I'm scared. Because you would usually be scared before I was scared. Yeah, but I guess I hadn't thought it through.
0: And and actually, you know, the spoiler at the end will will leave as not a ton of people actually get hurt. But I read about exploding manhole covers, and I think that that this is going to like land on my head one day, and I will die.
1: I and you would if it landed on your head. Yes, you would die because we're talking about exploding manhole covers, and they've been known to go. I saw a hundred feet in the air, at least fifty. Says the How Stuff Works article, and these things are enormously heavy, like eighty-five to three hundred pounds. And for those of our friends who live outside the U.S. and Liberia, that's 35 to 135 kilograms. So the
0: mere fact that a manhole cover has not landed and killed somebody, landed on someone and killed them by now, is sheer luck.
1: It sounds that way, yeah. Because it happens a lot especially depending, like, if you're in New York. I mean, it happens in in cities all over the country, sure, for yeah. sure. But um, if you're in New York, you're in the home of exploding manhole covers for a couple <laughs> of reasons we'll talk about. Um, and it happens pretty frequently. So um, it is, it does seem to be what you just said, sheer luck that no one's died from it yet. And maybe someone has and we just hadn't found out about it because apparently the FDNY is not required to... Um, Report the number of incidents right and the only source of any numbers on this stuff is con Edison, and they're the ones who is responsible for this thing, so they may be fudging the numbers
0: well yeah there's a, a council uh, councilman named Donovan Richards, or there was at the time of this article that has introduced or reintroduced a bill that said, hey, we need more transparency into this, and like you guys need to start issuing like, annual reports on how many of these things are catching on fire, smoking, exploding.
1: Right. And the the fire chief, the head fire chief of FDNY, leaned into the mic and said, "Uh, with all due respect, sir, up yours. (laughs) The the fire chief is John Travolta, by the way. And his his Dalmatian went, (laughs) oh! Right. No, he did that, like, flicking underneath the chin thing with his paw. (laughs) Oh, man. I wish I could teach my dog to do that. Oh, man. That'd be...
0: Yeah, they'd have to be able to turn their paw around. That would be odd.
1: YouTube sensation. Yeah, I think I think the world would forgive the dog if if, if for not turning the paw around. Like just <laughs> just doing it any way would be pretty pretty great.
0: Does Momo know any tricks?
1: Uh, she can deal with cards, but that's it. That's
0: it. I finally got Nico shaking now, so I consider that a big victory.
1: Oh yeah, no, it is a big victory. I um I taught Mo to give high five. She's pretty good at that. Oh okay. High five. But then every once in a while, she'd be like, oh, such a bro thing to do, you know? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah.
0: Uh, all right. So I think we should talk about why this actually, what, what events lead to this to happen.
1: Yeah, there's actually like a, there's science behind it.
0: Yeah. So let's say you're, we're just going to keep picking on New York because uh, their underground system and their infrastructure, everyone knows, can be quite old and dangerous at times.
1: It's it's the again though it's the home of exploding manholes right for a reason. So, um, New York has the la- the world's largest and oldest electrical system
0: underground electrical system
1: underground. At least good catch man yeah. So they have the largest and oldest. They have just mind-boggling um, amounts of cables. Ninety-eight thousand miles of cable, and two hundred and sixty-four thousand manholes. Right.
0: Yeah, initially when because uh, they we, they talk about vented manholes to help solve this, mm-hmm. I was like, just replace them all. And then I saw two hundred sixty four thousand. I was like, ew.
1: Right, and I imagine that each one costs a pretty decent amount. Sure. Because they they make them heavy so that you know teenagers don't make off with them or something. Oh, really? I would guess. Why else would you make them heavy?
0: Uh, I don't know. It's a good question. Maybe I mean, make them sturdier. Cars drive over these things.
1: Okay. Okay. That's one. They tried balsa wood, and it didn't work out. <laughs> right. Well, because everybody kept stealing the balsa wood manhole covers. So um, so you have like this, th- like 98,000 miles of cable or wire underground, mm-hmm. and uh, hundreds of thousands of manhole covers. So you have a recipe for disaster, considering that that 98,000 miles of, of wiring, 5% of it is almost 100 years old or older.
0: Yeah, and and they're supposed to have a lifespan of about forty years. So, if you've got a hundred year old wire down there, you're you're asking for trouble uh, when it rains or snows or when salt water gets in there from salting streets. Mm-hmm. And that's basically what happens.
1: Yeah. So this is there's, this is the science behind it. They actually know what causes exploding manhole covers. At least in New York, right? Yeah. What you have is these very old wiring, and you have. Um, you know, even like a, a manhole cover that isn't graded or slotted to allow gases to vent, like it's not watertight. So when it snows, New York ices over their, or sn- their streets. Yeah. And so the slush, when the snow melts, becomes salt water. Mm-hmm. And over time, the salt water goes and trickles down and it corrodes the wires, the insulation around the wires.
0: Yeah. And these are wires that. These giant New York rats have already been mealing on for years, for that, centuries.
1: That's another big problem with it, too, right? Yeah, I mean, like fifty pound rats just taking out these wires as much as they like because they love to eat rubber insulation, apparently because they're stupid. <laughs> rats are the worst. So you've got these wires; they're starting to get frayed. You, they're getting frayed in part by the salt water, but the other thing that the salt water is doing is that when these wires are frayed and the actual wiring itself is exposed. Mm-hmm. Salt water is particularly conductive. Oh yeah. So because of the salt, the chlorine and the sodium ions in there, they have an electrical charge themselves and water's conductive by itself too. Like you know, there's like the whole thing from um, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas where um Laszlo wants Hunter Thompson to drop the toaster in the or the hairdryer in the bathtub with him and he throws a grapefruit at his head instead.
0: Uh, great, great scene.
1: That's because water's conductive and Laszlo was hip to that kind of thing, right?
0: Yeah, and I remember in, in high school even, like when we did conductivity experiments, it was always uh, saline. It was always salt water.
1: Right. And so, so water's conductive, saline, or salt water's superconductive. So when you, um, it's not actually superconductive, but you know what I mean. Right? Yeah, not in the scientific term. <laughs> right. <laughs> so when you have this frayed wire that salt water comes in contact with, the wire arcs. That in and of itself is not good because it's going to short out your electrical system. But the problem is, is when those wires are frayed and the insulation is worn away, it starts. the insulation itself starts to kind of smolder and bubble and, and, and flame up itself, which produces gases. Yeah, so that's
0: the big problem. So what you've got down there is um, gas is being released, gas is building up, building up pressure. Then you have that electrical uh, arc that's like a bolt of lightning, basically. Those two things meet up and say, How you doing? And it ignites. And it could lead to, and like we said, sometimes it's smoldering and smoking. I've seen them literally just on fire, mm-hmm. which is almost as disconcerting.
1: Yeah, it's like hell.
0: <laughs> yeah, it totally is. Uh, but sometimes it will actually, if they meet in the right way under the right conditions, it will cause that explosion and send a possibly 300 pound manhole cover 100, um, well, 50 feet into the air.
1: Right. Well, let's take a break real quick and we'll come back because we got more stuff on Exploding Manholes that you're going to love.
2: This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu.
3: When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all.
1: Okay, dude. So the um, the gas goes boom, mm-hmm. and uh, the manhole cover goes flying into the air. And the House of Forks article did a really good job of of comparing that to um, an internal combustion engine, like the pistons in it. Sure. And it's 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 basically the same thing. Like the piston presses air down, and a little bit. It takes just a little bit of fuel mixed in with the air to make it combustible because it's compressed. And then when you introduce um, fire. Through the spark plug, then that that compressed gas air expands very quickly. It explodes, is what you'd call it, and then the piston goes up. That's the exact same thing that's happening in an exploding manhole when there's gas buildup, right? Yeah. It's just that pressure of the compressed gas is suddenly released violently, and it explodes outward. And again, it's the same thing that's happening in your car engine, but on a New York City street.
0: Yeah, so I'm, I'm reading this stuff. I'm thinking this is cool and a little scary, but I thought, all right, but this happens probably like once every few years or a few (laughs) times a year, maybe. Right. (laughs) In 2016, and this is manhole incidents. Just in New York. So is this exploding manhole incidents or just like catching fire or smoking or whatever?
1: I I think any time a manhole cover goes or a manhole goes awry, they they would call that an incident.
0: Okay. In 2016, there were 1,908 of them. And in 2015, there were almost 3,800 manhole incidents. Yeah. Which is a great band name, actually.
1: Manhole incident. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it it does all sorts of stuff to the imagination. Or the manhole incident, maybe. Sure. Um, Or balsa wood manhole. (laughs) Yeah. I saw that in that same year of 2015, in February, February alone, and I'm sorry, in one week in February, there were 600 manhole incidents in New York. How many, I mean, do the math. That's I, I, a lot in a day. And again, this is just what Con Edison is is telling the media. Like, who, right. who knows if there's more? There's nobody running around counting all this. The only people who have their finger on the pulse of exploding manhole covers is Con Edison. and. You know, they're the ones who are responsible for it.
0: Yeah, so despite this, um, it turns out remarkably that people are usually not injured. It's sort of a rare thing for an actual human injury to happen. And as far as I know, there's never been someone killed by a manhole cover exploding.
1: Uh, that is not true. Oh, really? I looked it up, man. But it's not in New York. Uh, there, there, pro- there has oh, okay. to be somebody who died in New York. I just Apparently, looked at New York. Boston has another problem with it itself. Like, I guess Chicago does. Like any major city with an old electrical infrastructure, manhole covers and uh, salty snow melt is yeah. going to have exploding manhole covers. DC has a problem with it, but theirs comes from natural gas supposedly, and they only have like an average of like thirty eight a year, I think. Mm-hmm. But Boston has a problem with it too. And in uh, 2016, there was a freak accident where uh, a high school art teacher oh, was man. driving. In Boston, and a manhole cover exploded and rose up just enough to come through her windshield that as she was like driving from a movie and killed her um, instantly.
0: Wow, that is but, awful.
1: Yeah, man, if that happens to you, your number is up.
0: Yeah, that's like when the tree fell on the guy's truck across from my house at times, sitting at a stoplight.
1: Yeah. Or that actress who was in Chicago riding her bike through the park and a tree fell over on her. Yeah. I think we talked about that. Like, if a tree falls on you while you're moving. Yeah. Like, that's, yeah, you, you're not escaping that.
0: No, you're not. Uh, man, that is really sad. What It a, is. What a terrible way to end.
1: Yeah, I know. Well, here's, it gets even worse. She was a beloved art teacher. As they all are. Yeah. Well, I don't know. There's the jerk art teachers, too. Who are really oh, are just come mad on. they're teaching, you know? <laughs> Uh, Well, let's see. Thanks a lot for joining us. If you want to hang out with us, we're all over social media. Just look us up, and uh, you can hang out with us at our Home on the Web stuff you should know. Uh, And we'll see you next time.
0: Watch out for those manholes, everybody. Mm Mm-hmm. Hey, if you haven't heard of visible, well, now you have.
1: Find Altoids in the checkout aisle. Grab your tin today.